1: So the Grammy uh, nominations came out this morning. And throughout the day, we're going to sprinkle in some of the songs and artists that got nominated for Grammys. And this one is Olivia Rodrigo for this song, for Song of the Year for Vampire. She did that song Driver's License that was really popular two years ago. Yeah. I,
2: believe it or not, I do know who this is.
1: <laughs> Slee, did you know who she was? No. Right, yeah. Because you have a young daughter, and I'm sure. that
2: that's Really? you. You Okay, this is embarrassing but true I don't, it's not that embarrassing you know i know who she is why i listened to the new yorker uh the new yorker radio hour on podcast yeah. and she was a guest of david Remnick's. oh well,
3: that's that's how we i go. know her
2: and i own and they played driver's license on it what else would you like to know <laughs> <laughs> i'm basically an olivia rodrigo historian at this point well who did was you know that who, she was homeschooled emily
1: i did Let's see. well because well, one of her songs well, is like it's, it's the uh, ballad of a homeschooled girl right. and who was who did she write driver's license about
2: uh, Alan Slewa. Yep. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> close to Joshua Bassett. Joshua oh, Bassett, sure. Everybody. Who starred on High School Musical, the musical of series with her on sure. Disney Plus.
2: JC. <laughs> uh, my favorite part of Astley is yep. the random bonus Astley afterwards. JC and Ventura with the bonus Astley. What's up, JC?
4: How you guys doing? So I got a, I got a situation that happened to me the other day, and I, I wanted to bring it up on this athlete. Um, can you hear me? Yeah, yes, sir. We
3: got you. We got you, bud. Okay,
4: okay, okay. So I have a, a rescue animal, and his name is Kilo. He's a big Rottweiler. Wow. He's been in heat lately, um, and uh, my friend came over and – Automatically, okay, okay, I gotta stop you, JC. You
2: said you said the Rottweiler was a he, but it's in heat. Those don't go together, right? Am I am I wrong?
4: Yeah, that's what I thought too. But it, it, he's a rescue. He's he, he's supposedly a rescue animal, and I bought him off a friend of mine. Another friend of mine came over, right? Okay. And um, uh, the dog started going to town on his leg. He and he was looking at me for help, and I'm like, you know what? That's a uh, rescue animal and he's big i don't know what he's gonna do if i try to stop him you're probably better off letting him finish (laughs) so i was gonna ask lee did you go in there and save your friend or do you tell him you better let him finish
3: jc appreciate you calling i have no idea what just happened (laughs) i do (laughs) i have no idea what just happened um i had a we, problem and hey, he hey, wants answer
1: you, hey, number one i
2: think we're misusing the phrase in heat i think that i feel fairly confident in that
3: hey can you hear me yeah because it's because it's my dog i will try to help save the situation very uncomfortable situation
2: rottweiler's pretty big Slee. Pretty big animals. Come on, man. That could be that could be a hundred ten, twenty pound dog.
3: JC, gotta be honest. I was not expecting that <laughs> that question. Of all the potential questions. Look, I didn't see I, that I, one coming. I
2: mean, there's really this is one of these. There's no good answers. <laughs> this is going to end badly for you either way. <laughs> And you just got to kind of lean into. It. I I maybe not lean into it. But anyway, let's talk about the Lakers. Sure. Let us, know, if you'd like let, to.
3: let
4: us know what happened. <laughs> yeah. Call us back <laughs> next week
2: You know what you should do? Keep us posted. J, um, JC is the one with the envelopes for his nieces and nephews. Yes. yes. So, what it should be, there should be money in one of those envelopes and that question in the other 10 or 12 and see how they respond. See see what they come up with. See the feedback that you can get. Oh my gosh. To make a well the decision done, JC. there. Well done. Uh the caller a couple of minutes ago sleep brought something. Yeah. He said that what if part of the problem, part of the reason that the Lakers are struggling so far this season, okay. is that they're not getting a ton of production outside of LeBron and Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. That they just haven't. That to to Kendrick Perkins' point, they need a third star. Austin Reeves was supposed to be, I would argue, the third star, their mm-hmm. third best player. He's off to a very slow start. And the caller, forgive me, I I, I don't remember the name. uh... Was saying that that was a year long version of Lynn's sanity, which of course was Jeremy Lynn with the Knicks a million years ago. Uh, I don't know if you can have a hot streak that lasts a year. That just it, it seems really hard to imagine that someone's that far over their ski. Because
3: Lynn's sanity was like two and a half weeks. That sure. And ended a, up being in the league for a good it, amount of time, and the numbers were okay. They, they were okay, but he was the best player in the NBA for like two and a half weeks. Most Just popular most player, most popular player, and he was
2: dropping mm-hmm. like forty every night. He mm-hmm. went crazy for two and a half, three weeks, and then it came back to oh, he's an NBA player. Yep, and and a decent one, not not like he was a, but not a star, not an all star level player, but for two and a half weeks he was. I don't think you can have a heater that lasts a year. I don't think you can have a heater that lasts the way that it did for him and then stop and then go back to Team USA. He played great. I think, honestly, what makes me feel comfortable with Austin Reese, I just think he's tired. I think that, and, and the second wind will come, the, 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 whatever is kind of causing him to be a little heavy legged or tired or flat footed or whatever the phraseology may be, I think it will go away. I think that that will take care of itself. I don't think this is a, Oh my gosh, he's actually this guy, and we paid for the other guy.
3: I think the bigger question with him is, if let's say he's got tired legs right now, all right, is that going? Is it going to get that much better as the season progresses? If he's already tired, right? I. I this is the. You played 82 games, which you had not really done because you were such an impact player. Mm-hmm. Then you played X amount of games on top. What they play? Six, six, and four. So they play another uh, 16 games or oh, yeah, yeah, like 16, 16 games. Yeah. You play that in the postseason. And then you get a little bit of time off and bam, you're right back, FIBA World Cup. And then before you know it, training camp starts. I, I think the bigger thing with Austin Reeves, which is going to be the adjustment, Trev, Kendrick Perkins was wrong in saying that he's supposed to be the third star. Mm-hmm. No. But the third best player, every other team is paying attention to that third best player. Which means if he was surprising anybody before, you're no longer surprising anybody. I'll give you an example tonight. Lakers take on the um, the Phoenix Suns. Phoenix will be prepared for Austin Reeves. He probably wasn't getting that scouting report a year Certainly ago. Certainly not to that degree. Not to this degree, where it's, there could even, it could, it could even go this far with some of the conversations. When Reeves plays well, it's a good chance Lakers are going to win that game. Mm-hmm. When Reeves doesn't play well, good chance Lakers might even struggle. Even with LeBron or, and AD playing well. Yeah. It's a good yeah, chance yeah. Lakers might struggle, or they're going to need one or two other guys to make sure that they step up. So does Phoenix say to themselves, guys, there's only so much we could do against AD? There's only so much we can do against LeBron. However, if we can get Austin Reeves out of the game, that does change the scope. And the only reason why I, I, I put it that way is because I think teams are starting to pay a lot more attention to Austin Reeves. One year sample size of him playing good basketball, his numbers were better in the playoffs than they were in the regular season. Mm-hmm. I don't think that came out of nowhere. I don't either. I, I do think that there's, there's a reason why that's... One of the biggest steals in the offseason was supposedly his contract but everything just went away once the regular season started? I don't believe that. I think
2: all of this becomes a much more compelling conversation, a much more uh, 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 pressing, dire conversation a month from now. If we're closing in on Christmas— It seems like everything is. Right? Like All all of it, right? If if a month from now, LeBron James is still playing 37 minutes a night, we got a problem. If a month from now, Austin Reeves still looks like this— we got a problem. A problem. If a month from now the supporting cast is really nowhere and, and it's just they're they're just not doing what they were expected to be doing, you got a problem. Right now it's more like, hey, let's start making a list of these things that we should keep an eye on. It's not that they're set in stone. If they if they continue to get creamed in the first quarter of a game, then you got a problem. But right now it's literally eight games. If it's 20 or 25, it's a very different conversation. But you have everybody's full attention right now because it's not two, but it's only eight. But we're close.
3: We'll find out. Um, you know, I know a lot of this is going to depend on Anthony Davis if he plays tonight or not. Uh, you and I kind of started this conversation a little bit. We started a little bit yesterday, but he's questionable again today. Remember, on Monday, injury happens. Yeah. He comes out and he says, um, he says basically, I'm a play on Wednesday. Definitively, yeah, I'm a play on Wednesday. Everything's fine. No I'm a play on Wednesday. goes through whatever routine he goes through pregame. Decides that he's not going to play, and I think tonight's going to be kind of the exact same thing. I know we know Devin Booker's not playing. Mm-hmm. Beal will be playing. It it it's so early in the season, but it's kind of crazy how you're looking at a game and saying. Fallen three and six, go zero and four on the road trip. Start the start the year zero and six on the road. Just some interesting stats there to pay attention to. Maybe there's a
2: little Rams thrown in here. Like the three and six sounds bad. Four and five and three and six. There's not a huge difference, but it feels a lot different. Yeah, it does. Like three and six means you're losing twice as often as you win. Four and five means it's kind of even it's just it's it's weird because you're talking about very small numbers you're talking about where it can swing wildly one way or the other rams are excuse rams the lakers are fine i 94 rams is right because they're that. three and six two yeah. so it just threw you yeah it, it just but the lakers are fine and i mostly believe what i just said <laughs> i mostly believe it and as we get further down the line i will believe it less i believe that austin reeves is not linsanity I believe that he's a pretty darn good NBA player. That he is a guy that will find out. Because to your let's let's assume that what you said is exactly right that opposing teams are keying on him. Yeah. Okay. Let's get, guys, tomorrow we got the Lakers. This is what we want to do on LeBron. This is what we want to do on AD. This is what we want to do on Austin Reeves. Okay. We got it. Cool. We got it. If Austin Reeves is the player that I believe that he is, now it's his turn to readjust. Now, oh oh, so you're doing this defensively. You're giving me less room. Okay, well, I gotta drive to the basket more, right? You're giving me more room. I gotta shoot the ball.
3: That's your chess move. I got my next chess move. This
2: is this is the crux of what we talk about with baseball, right? That once they figure out what you don't do, that's all you get. Right? When Mike Trout first broke into the big leagues, they found out that the one pitch that he kind of sorta struggled with more than the rest was high velocity high fastballs at about the letters and he would swing at them mm-hmm. didn't last very long <laughs> they he closed that hole pretty quickly but for a a, a week or two a month it's like high fast fastballs up 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 they, once they figure out what it is that's what you get and you got to readjust now Austin Reeves needs to readjust
1: so rich a point <laughs> Pointed out on Twitter, he says, "You know, the real problem, quote unquote, is gutless Ham. I think he's just obviously trying to copy Chris Morales' gutless thing. But what was the extended cut of that Kendrick Perkins sound when he talks about how there's a they need a third star? Wendy ends that by saying. Reeves isn't really the problem. It's the situations that he's being put into. That he is best when he has the ball in his hands. And when he's on the court with D'Angelo Russell and LeBron James, he won't have the ball in his hands. And so maybe it is something like a lineup switch, a coaching thing that can get the most out of Austin Reeves.
2: Well, you just said it a second ago. Mm -hmm. Austin Reeves was better in the postseason than he was in the regular season, statistically speaking. Who didn't play in the postseason?
3: Well, so Lo 'Lo. didn't play much in the series against Denver. And Dennis Schroeder... Was a right. kind of a per- by the way, which could be Gabe Vincent. Like yeah. Gabe Vincent could be a player like that for the Lakers. What Dennis Schroeder? The, the was point last I year. was getting at
2: is D'Angelo Russell did not play very much in the postseason, mm-hmm. and maybe that's just. And that's not a D'Lo doing something wrong. Well, thing. D'Lo was doing stuff well, wrong no, no. against what Denver. What I'm saying is, mm-hmm. what I'm saying is he played poorly. But this is a those pieces don't fit well together. They just they just don't. It's nobody's fault. They just don't fit well together. So. Don't put those two pieces together. Find a way to play them separately. Find a way to make sure that they're not on the court at the same time very often, that that is a coaching maneuver that you can make. But that's something that needs to be identified. And if it's D'Angelo and if it's Austin Reeves, feels like Austin Reeves is far more important to what you're doing than D'Angelo is. USC on the road in Eugene taking on the Ducks, and the defense has been bad all year long. And guess what? It's been bad way longer than that. That's coming
0: up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Must be 21 plus and present in president select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
1: Who's this, Trev?
0: Olivia Rodrigo.
1: No, it's your other girl. It's your other girl. Wait,
2: wait. Lipa duo.
1: Nope, nope, other girl. Other girl.
2: Oh, Rebecca Black. <laughs>
1: It's SZA. Come on, Travis. Of course. Okay, so this is another one of the ignorant. (laughs) This is another one of the songs of the year. uh, Kill Bill. SZA uh, nominated for nominated for Grammy. Yeah.
2: SZA. Love SZA. By the way, that's by the way, that's fun to say. SZA. It
1: is. (laughs) It is. That (laughs) kind (laughs) of rolls. That's like a little
2: tongue twister right there. Hey, say (laughs) SZA. I like that a lot. Hey, guess what's going on, SZA? Downstairs, right here at LA Live. Yep. New restaurant just opened up. Craft by Smoke and Fire. Yep. It literally is opening today. Ten random people each day win free food for a year. For a year. It opens today from now until midnight tonight tomorrow from 11 to 10 awesome. The, on Saturday and Sunday and then you got happy hour 2 to 6 Monday through Friday and they close at 9 it uh it's we, i've had i haven't had the one down here obviously just opened today but Ron and I and our friend Josh Bentram, we had at the one in Pasadena which I don't think is far from your place I've been to that one Absolutely terrific
3: really really good food great restaurant it's great they're going to be right down here
2: Yep there look we get we got some options now but We have too many options Now we got Craft by Smoke and Fire Did I tell you about the brisket pastrami sandwich reuben that i had from there yes because i'd like to even if i did i'd like to tell you wait this was before the the dodger game game. it was
1: yeah oh that looks that's the one where you
3: ate half of it yes and then ate the other half later and it's the first time you went to a dodger game and never touched anything how
2: do you remember every detail of that story and not emily's monkey paw paw. That one was more <laughs> yeah, appealing totally, to yeah, me. What it Oh,
1: monkey paw is awarding for your whole life. A monkey life, paw, and Alan. it's it's
2: it's, it's just jo- be careful what you, it's what be careful what you ask for. Yes, be right?
1: careful what you wish for. Plus,
2: because you might get
3: it. The way you told that story of never going to a game and Ron never looking at me ordering. Like, hey, I'm
2: like, I'm gonna go up and get you know a beer. I'm gonna yeah. go up and get uh, a hot dog. I'm nah, gonna go up and get a water. Can I get you something? I'm like no, and he looks at me like. All I do is hear you talk about food on your show. You never eat anything. I'm like Ron. Did you not see the that sandwich was the size of a car battery, like? And I ate half of it. That's that's a lot of sandwich. First off, is he wrong of assuming being shocked that you didn't you, get anything? Well, it was nothing, which was a little unusual. But you've been around. You've seen me. I, I pick my spots. I pick my spots. I'm a little, a little strategic.
3: More when you're by yourself. So I, technically, I haven't seen myself,
2: you. Uh, well, at home, I <laughs> have a decent closed. amount of talk. Yeah, like the <laughs> light. Don't, don't turn on the lights. Looks like we're on vacation, and I'm just in there going nuts. Why is the heater on? You, you just hear the refrigerator <laughs> yeah, door opening and closing over and over and over again. Craft by Smoke and Fire now open at LA Live, and cannot recommend it enough. And if you're thinking brisket, pastrami, Reuben, yes, trust me. Go knock it out. There's a and they got good beer. Check it out. All right. So USC uh, in Eugene this weekend. We know we've talked about it all year long. We talked about it at the end of last year that USC's defense is the Achilles' heel. Right? That they gave up too many points to Utah twice last year. Too many points to Tulane. Those are your three losses this year. Every game. This is well, who is it? San Jose State that they opened up with yep. in game one of the it's like, season. Is this yeah. going to be and the they narrative gave up all year? Twenty eight points. And like yeah. really, we're starting this already. Yeah. And it was like. Yes, yeah. because it never stopped, and you didn't address it, and it never really got better from there. That The second they ran into a good team, Notre Dame,
3: they get smashed. Played another good team, Utah, they lose. And you didn't have to play good teams. You could have played teams that nobody thinks Arizona, are going to do anything. Arizona-Colorado
2: hung a lot of points on you. cal Cal put 49, 49 points on the board, yeah. and then you played Washington and gave up 51.
1: And also, mm-hmm. don't forget, Cal had its third-string quarterback. <laughs> third-string, thank you.
2: Thank you for reminding me. Cal had a third-string quarterback put 49 points Rams on it. I'm just going to use him. <laughs> they, they might. If Carson Wentz doesn't work out, they may need to call him. Um, this is not just this year. Okay. They've had a series of defensive coordinators go through there. Clancy Pendergast, Justin Wilcox, Alex Grinch, mm-hmm. and, and others. None they they really haven't been good on that side of the ball since the Pete Carroll era. And for a number of different reasons, there's a piece in the athletic that I thought that laid it out really interesting. Number one, they're not getting a, lo- a lot of the local guys. The local guys are now leaving California. Number two, they're not recruiting nationally nearly as effectively as the way that they used to when they would get Ray Maluga, Brian Cushing, who are all Americans, first round draft picks, second round draft picks, just all over the place, and also
1: not just in like the flashy positions, so quote unquote, like the pass rushers and you know the the, the receivers, the the line, the
3: line, yep, yeah, which Goal. is how you. How you win. It's everything. Mm -hmm.
2: Go watch. If you're home on Saturday, this Saturday, watch an SEC game, specifically Georgia, Alabama, Tennessee, Ole Miss. Miss. Watch the three or four guys on the defensive line on those teams. They're all about this wide. Monsters. They're all 300-pound guys, and they're monsters. And NFL-ready. And they're NFL – well, they're NFL-ready by the time they leave. That's for sure. Would
3: you say Big Ten as
2: well or no? More the SEC. Okay. The Big Ten has more, and then but really just like, they're gonna watch there, those right? guys. Yep. And then watch the guys that USC's putting out there at those same positions. They're just not the same type of player. They're not nearly as big, barely as strong, nearly as powerful. SC's always kind of recruited more of the athletic types at these other spots. Sure, sure. But when they're at their best, when Sean Cody was out there, when Frosty Rucker was out there, when these sort of – Leonard Williams. like the, These guys were monsters. Mm. They don't get those guys anymore. And the guys that they do get – don't leave better than when they got there. And and I think that's the biggest problem of all, that when you look at the recruiting rankings, he's down the, the, the list a little bit, but they're not off the list. And then you look at the draft picks, they're nowhere. They're
3: just not turning out pros the way they used to. And that's on the coaching staff and the players. You think I'm being dramatic on this, but I think this is a very – it's a critical stage right now for USC. It's a very critical point because if, if I said, let's look at the last two years of USC football. The moment Lincoln Riley stepped into the Coliseum and he's holding his presser and he's there with the president at the time the the obviously the A D and Mike Bone and it was basically the backdrop behind him was the Coliseum and he's saying, Get ready. Get ready for this. This is all gonna change like that. Listen, I, I think there have been some great things that happened to the program in the first in the in, in the last two years. Some of the things that are great is they're relevant again. Some of the things that are great is we spent more time. How many How many years you've been doing a radio show at, at here at seven ten? This
2: is my eighth year.
3: Maybe that's that that's too large. But have you talked more about USC at least since Lincoln Riley came than prior?
1: Uh,
2: no, because when Clay Helton was here and I was doing the morning show, that was a pretty regular topic on our show. Just
1: also because of Key, <laughs> well, and
2: because of Key for sure, yeah, for sure, yeah. but. That Clay Helton was ever allowed the keys to the car at USC is an unforgivable offense.
3: So, so this is this is why it's such a critical stage for them. You have a chance right now to fix some of your wrongs, to start correcting some of the things that you're talking about, to start paying attention to players that are maybe not the flashiest kids out there, but you know what? That's how you win football games. To go address your defensive coordinator for next season. This season's done, right? Everybody knows it's done, and the way that they they fell flat on their face is very disappointing, but it is critical. Next year, you're in the Big Ten. You're going up against the best of the best. By the way, Oregon and Washington – it looks like they're going to be doing what they're doing for a while, too, and I'm sure they've turned a lot of high school kids' heads and saying, look at these two programs. For sure. So I, I think it's it's interesting to look back at the two years that we had of USC under Lincoln Riley, and more importantly, what do they do forward? I think we may have simplified it because this isn't just a
2: schematic issue because you've looked at some of these other defensive coordinators that have come through there that have not fared well at SC. They go somewhere else, and it, and works, they pretty, do well. it works pretty good right, that Justin Wilcox is a good example of this. This is somebody that came through, did not work well at SC, went to Cal, immediately they had a very, very good defense. Goes to Wisconsin, immediately has a very, very good defense. And it's like, okay, that's so hard. that's not a coaching issue. That's a personnel issue.
1: A raw materials a, issue.
2: Right. And not, that's part one. Part two of that is, are you willing to be coached hard? And if we coach you hard, do you accept the coaching? Nick Saban coaches these guys hard. Mm-hmm. Jim Jim Harbaugh coaches this guy's hard. Kirby Smart, Kirby Smart coaches his guy. I uh, get ready. I'm gonna say Dabo Dabble. Dabble coaches this guy's hard. And you got to be a certain type of guy. As opposed to I don't need this. I'll just go. Uh, especially now with transfer, mm-hmm. as easy as it is, I'll I'll bounce. I'll go somewhere else. What do you mean you want me to do that? Or what do you mean I'm not gonna play? I'll go over there. You have to find the right athlete. To your point, just mm-hmm. the raw material M, but also the right between the ear stuff that wants to be coached hard. Alabama's getting nothing but four and five star guys. Those guys want to be coached hard. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the SC kids do. It's it's a different type of kid at SC. It that's be a, a bigger problem. change. Yeah, it's a bigger problem. That that's a, that's a
3: you got to identify the kid, right? You got to do a better yeah, job you, on but, background but it's before not, you bring it's them not in. It's not just that. What you're saying is, if there's some four or five star athletes that are okay with getting their, you know, getting yelled at, and this is how we do it here, and SC doesn't have a similar type of philosophy, that's, that's or they a just problem. can't.
2: They can't put their finger on which of those is which. Right? You got two kids. One's willing to be coach hard, one one doesn't like it. They're both five-star kids. I got to be able to dif- differentiate between the two of them. Nick Saban can do it. Ryan Day can do it. But that Hardbott sounds like that's it.
3: more from the top of this yeah. is how we do it. Pull the rope in the same direction.
2: Factor Caps
0: coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jet's Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network.
1: Hey guys, Hi, I I'm. saw a movie last night. Um, it's called uh, Anatomy of a Fall, but it's also French. So it's ca- called Anatomy d'un chute. I don't know. Sounds good to me. <laughs> but I'm playing this no song. No parlez-vous. <laughs> I'm playing this song because in a very pivotal moment of the movie and honestly the beginning scenes of the movie this song is played on a repeat for a long time and so it was stuck in my head all day
2: give me a long time 10 minutes yeah okay
1: and that it's is a uh, long time it's a very important part of the movie so if you go see the movie was uh, it a you'll good movie share. i think it's a good movie okay I would not suggest it to everybody. It is a French movie. Okay. It, Michelle,
3: Michelle wanted to see it yesterday. It's yeah. very good. She wanted I think to see it you, yesterday. I think you
1: might like it. Yeah. And I was it's down long. to
3: see it until
1: it's two and a half hours. Granite this is a, a
3: game versus Cosby. <laughs> this is a French
2: movie, but I'm hearing steel
3: drums.
1: So it's actually a, a um, 50 cents instrument, instrumental yep. version of Pimp. Okay. So it makes sense. Dun, 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 so old school
3: song, not old school, but
1: all right. So um, before I get started on Factor Cap, how so, someone tweeted at me last night in response to my tweet. I said about the movie. Um, he asked how many movies I've seen in 2023 and if I've watched more than May said. Okay, so oh, I want you guys I all take, to. Yeah, go ahead. I guess how, many? Guess how many. And I'm counting movies that I watched for the first time in 2023. So, it could be old movies. Okay,
3: okay so it could be a matter. Movie, th- yeah. Theater, home, doesn't matter,
2: correct? Yes. Doesn't okay. matter. So there's 365 days in a year, and we've got about what do we got? We've got 30 plus another 15 ish. So we have got about 45, 50 days left. So we've got about 300 days in the in the books, about roughly. 30, Twenty, yeah. Yeah. roughly. How many? First of all, I would bet the farm that you've seen more movies than Mason. I I, I don't know. I I, I, I feel I good that. about that. Yeah, I feel good about that. The, too. That you've seen for the first time, I believe uh-huh. that you are going to win. I'm going to say you've seen 175 movies this year.
1: Okay, Al? I'll
2: go lower. I'll go about 140.
1: Okay, Corey?
4: 115.
1: I'm a lot lower than you guys think. Ah. It's 47. I mean, that's still a lot of new that's movies to see this yeah. year, and most of them in the theater, but I've seen 47. I, new but
2: movies. I envision you Not taking one
4: in like every other day. Do you keep track uh, of the movies? Do no, you have I, a list? Yes, Me? I have. No, well, Mason. Mason oh. keeps a track of all the movies. He's does. You can ask him today. Yeah, I, I, watched it out. Out. I put,
1: keep it on Letterbox, which is, I'm trying to okay, talk sure. Steve into, sorry, Mace into having a Letterboxd account because I think he would enjoy it. Anyway, um, so the movie, in the movie, uh, it's two and a half hours long, and I started watching it at 6 p.m., so that's the time of my showtime, and <laughs> these two people walked in kind of late during the trailers, which is fine. It's not super late, but it's not, you know, it's a little late, and they sit down. They order their food. And, uh, you know, throughout the movie, it's about an hour 45 into the movie. And it's coming to the climax. Literally, the most important scene in the entire movie is on the screen right now. And I hear... (laughs) 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 And it's just... A very loud snoring. Jesus. And I'm assuming it's both of these people are asleep. Oh, oh they're yeah. both knocked out. Yeah, they're both knocked out. Maybe that they're both snoring. Like I, uh, Jorge
2: on my couch level knocked out?
1: Yeah. <laughs> and again, they're screaming at this point in the movie. It's a very loud part of the movie. And eventually they get up and they leave. They actually leave the movie early too. And they just bounce. So they, I guess they had gotten their card so they paid for their <sighs> meal, but. Uh, so they
3: show up a little late, Yep. they snore during the most important part, yep. and then they just walk out and leave during the movie. That's, that's great. Yes.
1: And uh, it's also a movie, again, this movie is French. It's slow moving for a while, so just buckle in. If you do go to see it, it's slow moving, but I can understand how someone might fall asleep. Um, but my, my Factor Cap statement is, you can fall asleep in public areas. Travis, Factor Cap.
2: Cap. Just full stop cap. I, I, need, I can fall, well, hold on. I I can sleep in places as long as I'm lying down. Like if I lay down on the floor, I could fall asleep. Mm-hmm. But if I'm in a chair, at a movie theater or an airplane, and I, I, I can't do it. I just simply can't do it. So does that count, M?
1: How often do you fall? No, are you yeah, gonna, they're going to be on the ground in spaces. For, for instance, like when
2: I the summer I played baseball in the Jayhawk League, right? We would take buses everywhere we go, and I can't sleep. And you would bust through the night, right? I couldn't sleep sitting up in the in the bus. I would lay down in the
3: aisle, and I could sleep like that.
1: Uh, I count. I count that. Okay, then okay. yes. Al, uh,
3: I'm fact, but it's got to be very, 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 very specific. I can't fall asleep if I'm at an airport and I'm waiting for something, whatever it is. The only place I can actually fall asleep, if I'm at a movie theater and I'm kicking back and it's comfortable and it's cozy and the chair goes back and it reclines, I can Will you fall asleep inadvertently? Like if you like the movie and you could still fall asleep just because you're comfortable? It could be comfortable- the atmosphere is right, you know, quick little shut eye for a couple of minutes, then that's the only scenario. Other than that, no. So I'm basically a cap on everything but that specific scene. Horry? Of course. Started at Travis's couch. <laughs> <laughs> and I used to do it down
4: here in the parking lot, just take a quick little nap before coming in. I used to work a different morning show before, you know, before coming that's in right. for Mason in Ireland. And I started at three in the morning. Got off at eleven. Came down here. Nap from twelve. 11, 30 to itself. Yeah, car, so I can I guess do it sometimes. In, in a yeah, car. In car w- when you need to pull over. Yeah. Do, you know, find a parking lot. I have Done. an
2: uncle who may have a disease because he falls asleep in eight seconds no matter where he is. The second he stops talking, he falls asleep. We were hanging the Christmas lights to on basic. my grandmother's house, and so we're we're hanging the lights from the roof. We're both on the roof. Okay. We we need to get a new string of lights, so I go down the ladder to get a new string of lights. By the time I got back up, how long does that take? Two minutes tops. Knocked out on the roof.
3: His out. shoes are off. His, out. <laughs> he took off.
2: No, just laid down he on the shake on, on the shingle, and he's just out. And no, he's like, "Hey, Ronald, let's go," and he's like, "Oh, yep, yeah, okay." Right there's, back to I, it.
3: I I think there is. There's it, a lot of I think people it's that
1: narcolepsy is the one you can fall asleep instantly.
3: But that that's. I think it's. There are some people that it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You could be with a group of people and you just had Thanksgiving dinner or something like that, they'll be sleeping on that recliner <laughs> in six minutes. It's him.
1: All right, so also in addition to this story of this, uh, the people falling asleep in the movie theater, um, there was probably like four of the people in the theater with me, and so I kind of like, I, I, at the point, I was like, I kind of like Arm looked burn. around as like, is someone gonna, you know, say something to them, or is someone gonna do something to them, like Did like you have nudge any their chair?
2: Projectiles that you had at your disposal, <laughs> like had, popcorn or something. I had
1: like a wrapper that I could have thrown their way, and, or <laughs> if I was in front of them, I might have, like, I don't know, kick their seat a little bit right. and woke it up. But in general, I would assume that people would respect people's public space and maybe I don't know, not snore in uh public space. So you trust people to respect others in public space, Alan Fattercap.
3: Um yeah, unfortunately it's cap. I can't if I don't know these people, I'm not going to be able to trust them and I think there's plenty of times that you're out in any public setting. Any public setting. You're at a restaurant, you're at Costco, you went to the mall, you went whatever it is where I find myself 5 or 10 times saying, buddy, there's other people around. Like it's not you're not home, you're not this. You're at a Starbucks or whatever the case is. Uh, cap I don't I don't trust people didn't, there's enough examples there I think for everybody Travis I'm with Al.
2: any if you've been on an airplane a restaurant a mall a grocery, a grocery store, store any, anything anything <laughs> people everybody is on their own program yeah. every second of every day and blank you if you don't like it that's just it and it's changed pretty quick like that yeah. 10 12 years, you didn't go on an airplane and
3: take your shoes off, and now yeah. many people do. It's it's you're it's not FaceTiming going down a grocery store having a conversation about God knows what. It, it, it's insane to me. Just want right. to get milk.
4: Uh, with the guy's cap, and I hate this one where you have like a T-shirt or a pair of jeans, and then people just oh I don't they don't have my size, they just throw it to the side. I'm like yo, you can at least oh my gosh, you know. I hate that. Basically, that's like, every Ross. Because now I have to find you know. I've, I every just,
2: Marshalls
3: I'm yeah. with you it's, it's what a- you get
2: for shopping at the top of the pile mm-hmm. all the double X's are at the very bottom they're untouched Jorge <laughs> it's a war You're game just, in those just, places you just, you just gotta dig down to the bottom <laughs> yeah. double X baby nice and tight and folded
1: <laughs> another part of this movie is that not only was there a really good child actor in this movie but there was a really good dog actor in this movie the dog was really good at either following commands or they did a good, good job shooting him either way shooting him on the camera <laughs> sorry
4: was it a real dog or Fil- was it, it was a, a real circus kind of dog? It
1: was a real dog. Um, so there should be an animal category at the Oscars for the best <laughs> animal actor of the year. Uh, Jorge, factor Cap.
4: No, Cap. No. I, I mean, they used to have a show at the Universal Studios. You, I don't remember. Uh, animal actors. And they would do stunts with animals. A dog would run in and play yeah. hey, volunteers and the bird would fly <laughs> to your head But hand. it's a skill it cool. for the dog. I mean, it's a skill, but... Uh, How many many animal movies have you? Like, do you really see? Okay,
1: there's not always an animal movie, but there can be a really good, well trained animal in a good movie. You know, again, so for example, this movie has a really good, well trained dog in it. There could be a really good, well trained dog in another movie. I don't know. Travis?
2: The, The person that trains the animal could potentially get an Oscar,
1: sure. Yeah.
2: Right? But the animal isn't acting. The animal is doing the thing that it was trained to do to get a treat. Is obeying, right? the The animal is the animal learned if I do a backflip, they give me a treat, so mm-hmm. I'll do a backflip every time they snap their fingers. Backflip, treat. They, they the person trained the animal or the hawk or whatever, but the hawk isn't like you know. What's my backstory? What's my backstory to coming into this right now? Like what's what is my motivation for eating this rat? You know how many
3: hawks <laughs> did not get that role?
2: <laughs> it's just. They're following their commands. The
1: person? Yeah. Sure. Trainer of the The
3: year. The trainer of the year, yes. I'll go fact only for the mere fact that a ton of people, it's creative, it's different, it's new, and people love animals. Not everybody. Yeah, some
2: people.
3: (laughs) Yeah. And I think that- whether I agree with it or not, I think people would have some interest in it, so I'll go right. fact because of that.
1: And so again, uh, this is all for Factor Cap, but I want to again put a big disclaimer on this movie. It's a hard subject, so don't come at me. It's in French. What is a the, the subject? Movie, it has to do with murder, um, and
2: is it based in true?
1: Truth? No, but it has to do with um, kind of like t- marital issues. Okay, and also. Uh, there's a scene that might be again, if you're a dog lover, might be a difficult scene to get through. Just warning people, it's a very good movie to me, but it's a it's a it's a good
2: Heavy. one. Heavy, okay. Yeah, I'm I'm good. No, we knew that. I, I was gonna say <laughs> that that does that should that not disqualify enough. French anybody. movie
1: two and a half hours. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that wasn't count, a the, the French
2: part is not a non-starter. I mean, if we're being honest, go to a movie, where like ninety-five percent no. Like the the, the yeah. remaining five percent
1: has Top Gun Maverick. Two,
2: two and a half hours done out uh although i saw Oppenheimer, yeah you you guys go let me know how it goes and i still won't go uh <laughs> matthew stafford is hurt again yep matthew stafford has banked more money than you think he's banked and somebody's speculating that they think he may not be back after this year that's coming up next it's travis lee 710 espn
1: So, uh Corporate Greg's going to join us uh, in about 10 minutes to talk about the, you know- Can gonna... we cancel? <laughs> Can't cancel <laughs> on Greg, but he's going to talk to us about the uh, golf tournament, the Veterans Day golf tournament at uh, Black Gold Golf Club in Yolanda. Tell Nova me Linda. we have a
3: really bad connection.
1: <laughs> <laughs> presented by Subaru. Love it when we Subaru. Uh, Subaru, uh, come out and party with the guys, including Corporate Greg. And they were going to broadcast from the 18th hole b- balcony, starting from one to five thirty. Food, drinks, water, giveaways, and more, uh, starting at one p.m. But so I Greg. I was like, "Hey, Greg, uh, would you mind, you know, hopping on for like five minutes or whatever to talk about the um, <laughs> the Veterans Day golf tournament?" And he, uh, he said, uh, "This is not what he intended to say." This is what he did say. He texted me. He said, "Yes, Mama." And I, I was like, "What?" I know. As soon as I got that, I was like, "He did not intend to." I knew exactly what he intended to say. He texted me, "Yes, Mama,"
3: yesterday.
1: He intended to say, "Yes, ma'am." And I just texted him back. I said, "Unfortunate typo." And he's and he also, but he edited it. So you know how Not it was, fast like, enough. Yeah. He didn't. He can edit. You can edit now on Apple and just change it. You wouldn't like, know I have about that. No idea. He was like, I, I, "I, was hoping you wouldn't see that." But yeah, he.
2: Uh... Yeah, that's one okay. of those that. There was zero malice intended, but that's one of those. Yeah, that's bad. That's Man. A yes. Yeah, that's that. That is Mama. a. That's a report back to HR, you know to the wrong person. I'm on, this like,
4: side. Yeah. Like, I'm on this side of the room, and I hear her laughing. I'm like, what's, what's going on? And she's like, oh, Greg, just text me, yes, mama. And I was like, wait,
1: what? Uh, and oh then she goodness.
4: explains the rest. Uh,
1: it's like, so Jeff passed him when he treated the, the Ron was Washington uh, announcement. Instead of saying, uh, I want to say, it's, he was going to say hit?
2: No, he, it, next shot.
1: Next shot was what he meant to say. He said something else, and then he was like, the oh, it. O was a different
2: it. vowel, and it wasn't an A, E, or U.
1: <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> uh, so we've all been there. But uh, yes, mama, guys. Yeah. That's a new great. factor cap should be yes, mama. The,
2: have you guys ever had that moment where you address somebody that like like
1: babe so, and so, yes yeah. with
2: like a story or somebody that you only know casually or like your your buddy's you love wife you. or something love you you your so yeah just that very oh awkward exchange with a not a stranger but yeah. somebody that you would never say I that to
1: almost did this one time signing off of therapy so like we're finishing our therapy session she's like i'll see you next week and you know whatever <laughs> i said love you <laughs> now nah, that i been weird Were you also, going for
2: like see you later yeah, <laughs> yeah but
1: you know i was just in the midst of whatever and they also when i was a kid i used to call my you know your teacher's mom by accident you're like hey mom oh yeah that would happen all the time
3: yeah that's it's it's one of the uh, i'm gonna end our conversations moving forward with love you <laughs>
2: just as long as it's not
3: mama <laughs> i'm gonna end
2: it with love you mama <laughs> put them all together uh seth wickersham for espn wrote the following about matthew stafford to be clear, I have no inside information, but I watched how ready and optimistic Stafford was during the Rams' training camp in this season while a known rebuild had been brutal. It's the second straight season in which he's gotten beat up every week, too, taking a sack on 7.5% of his drop back since the start of 2022. He's banked in the neighborhood of $300 million during his career. He's won a Super Bowl, and he has numbers that will merit serious Canton consideration. So, factoring all that in, my prediction is that Stafford calls it a career after the season. Hmm. I just did. This is according to Spotrak, which keeps track of all these athletes' contracts. The neighbor na- Seth is right about the neighborhood of three hundred million. According to Track is three hundred twenty-eight million. It's a lot. That's a lot. He also has a lot of money coming his way. And the remainder of his contract has about another hundred million in it. If he gets to the end of it, over the course of I think it's four more years. Okay. Okay, but the thought of him leaving has always kind of been out there now he's aggressively said no not happening but it has popped up his wife kelly stafford on her podcast and other things have kind of hinted that he's banged up and that he's not feeling great and all these other things and you know it's in the air that he's at least considered maybe being done with football i don't think matthew stafford will retire at the end of this year i don't think that the rams will have a quarterback other than matthew stafford to start next year But I also don't think it's completely off the table. Like, if if he just said, look, I got $300 in the bank. I got this beautiful family. I got these daughters. I got this my wife that haven't got to spend the amount of time, et cetera, et cetera, whatever it may be. My body doesn't feel great. I had that neck thing last year. He's got a hip thing this year. He's got a thumb thing. You know what? I think I've had enough. You wouldn't knock me over with a feather. I can see a a 1 in 5 or 1 in
3: 10 chance that he would make a decision like that. It doesn't feel totally out of left field. you feel like if it would have happened – Um, they had such low expectations this year. There wasn't really, even though they got off to a good start. No, you're right. But the expectations were so low. He's coming off some of those injuries. The Super Bowl was a lot closer, as in it was just a year ago. Um, I I, I feel like if he was going to call it quits, and listen, financially, you could have as much money as you want, but people are also driven by money to say, I'm going to play the rest of this contract out just because that's another 100 mil or whatever it is, Um, I feel like starting out next year, there's more hope. And when I say more hope, I'm not telling you they're going to go win a Super Bowl, but it at least seems like the cap space that we've talked about, the draft picks that they're going to have, it it seems like if I'm going to give another year a shot, I want to at least see what next year looks like from a football perspective. On top of that, I got all this money waiting for me to come in. It would be uh, do you really see a third year in the row in a row that Sean McVay and Les Snead and, and the rest of the crew there of the uh, of the Rams front office accepting three terrible years? Might not be up to them. Might not right. be up to them, but I think they're going to do everything they can this next offseason to see if they can, you know, obviously stop the bleeding. I feel like if there was a year for him to stop wouldn't it have been before this year rather than next year. You're you're looking at it
2: very practically. I'm not saying you're wrong, but this would feel like an emotional decision. This yeah. this would be like I just got beat up again. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm good. I got uh, every dollar that my family will ever need. I got covered. We're, mm-hmm. we're we're good to go. I've got that done. And it's not a hey. I think we're going to be good. I think we're going to be bad. It's just. I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to get beat up. I don't want to go through the trouble to prepare. You hear about it, Tom Brady was talking about this, that Dirk was talking about this, that it's not the games, it's the it's the getting ready for the games. It's the the preparation required to be at the highest level that becomes tedious and burdensome. And then add in the football factor of just the physical toll that it can take on you. At some points, like I just don't want to do that. It's not a practical decision. It's an emo- I'm, I'm tired. I'm done. The, and,
1: and and that.
3: Sorry. Go ahead, em, go ahead. I said.
1: Also, the Rams have so many holes to fill. This is a. It's not going to be solved next year because you say you have picks, you have cap space, whatever. But if you get picks, if you pick those picks, they're likely going to be rookies. And then, you, uh, unless they trade them for something else, but if they're rookies, it's again another season. where you are playing with good rookies, mind you, but they're going to be rookies. The still.
3: quickest way you could turn it around is typically in the NFL. Yep. That in the NFL, True. you have seven teams that, uh, 14 teams make the playoffs. You're going to have seven that probably don't make it. You're going to have, there's a good chance seven new teams it's will it. be coming in. That's the way it goes. And that's the only...
1: But the quickest way is always through a quarterback. And you already have the quarterback. And you the have the rest quarterback. Of the, the rest of the league is, uh, there's actually the, the things that the Rams need. It's going to take time. You know, whoever they pick at whatever, number six in the draft, if he's an offensive lineman, okay, it's going to be better, but it's not going to be... It's not going to be the difference between them winning five games this year and ten games next year. It's going to be five games this year and eight games next year, maybe.
2: I think it's more incremental. I agree with, with you, Em. I, I, they, they'll be better next year for all the reasons that you laid out. They have money to spend. They have draft picks to use. They will be better. They've got a long way to go. They, they are really talent short. And, and, and their best guys are older guys. Mm-hmm. Their best Aaron Donald is still really good. But Aaron Donald's been in the league a decade. Cooper is does not look like he used to look. Matthew Stafford, the guy we're talking about, he's 15 years in the league so far. Those are their best guys. Their next group of best guys, Puka, Young, Avila, those guys are still ascending, and and I think they're going to be pretty good. But that middle ground that you need to be really good in the NFL, you can fill some of it with free agency, but they, they need more talent, and I don't know if one offseason could really juice it. I think they'll be better, but I don't know how many games are going this year. I had to guess five or six, probably. Next year feels like seven or eight. Like they're heading in the right direction, and maybe if it breaks exactly right, like we were hoping earlier this year, mm-hmm. that maybe you get to nine or ten. But, but it, it, feels I, it, so- like it sounds like part. also
3: your chatter had less to do with winning and losing. It's emotional. It's
2: mm-hmm. I just got beat up for the second year in a row. I know I, I joke about this, but ima- imagine – that you don't have to do anything that you don't want to do, right? That that money is not a factor in any decision you ever have to make for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. ever. Okay, do I want to do this or not? Just simply, do I want to do this or not? That's a hard thing to go do when you know that it might not be great, when you know that it could, you could get hurt, like for real, that you could perform poorly, that the, the, the surrounding cast is not good enough, and eventually just – tired man i just don't want to do this anymore
3: is this the it's difficult to get up and do road work at five in the morning when you're sleeping in silk sheets that's it yeah Uh, literally like
2: it's fun in fact we'll cut and talk because otani did something that i think is kind of in this thing that once you got enough money to where money is not a part of your decision making what do you do that's next it's coming up next it's Travis slee 710 espn